Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. That's right, that's right. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our... Hmm. Welcome to our one of Gerard at Large. Hey, I'm getting this... Uh, I'm seeing this from a uh, a listener, Josh. Let me let me get your attention for a second here. I'm not sure, but um, Julie in Manchester is asking if we could post the Christopher Columbus discussion. So I don't know, maybe if the wrong archive get posted somewhere uh, or hasn't been posted. But could you find those archives for uh, Christopher Columbus and bring them to the fore, and that way put them up on Facebook so Julie knows they're out there. All right. So, yeah. I put them on Facebook yes, uh, yesterday. Well, I thought so, but obviously Julie can't. She she posted up under one of the... Uh, um, segments we did... Well, it says yesterday. Did we talk about those who cried foul report regarding the board's upcoming roundtable event? Yeah, that was yesterday. That was yesterday? Well, she, uh, I guess she's looking for a repost of Columbus. So you could maybe go right under her comment and put the links there. How's that? We, we, want, we want to make sure that our listeners get the audio content that they want. And if they're having trouble finding it, we need to deliver it to them. Uh, I see we're a very sur- service-oriented radio show here. <laughs> so thanks, Josh, for that. Good morning, everyone. If I'm a little goofy, it's because, well, you know, I can't really necessarily blame the school board, although we had a school board meeting last night. We were out relatively early for the uh, for, for a school board meeting, but it was the meetings after the meeting that uh, took place. I didn't get home until about, I'd say, around 10 o'clock. Now, that's early, and what I probably should have done is gone right to bed, but Sometimes you get home from those meetings and going right to bed is not exactly, I mean, you don't, you got to, you got to kind of bleed out a little of what happened. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of, you got to, you got to do a little settle down before you get into bed. Does that include talking to yourself? Sometimes it does. (laughs) Sometimes it does. And, um, well, there, there, there was a, a, a particularly disturbing event or two that uh, took place last night. Oh no! Now I'm getting something from my a member of my large and loyal listening audience. Uh, well, hmm. Uh. <laughs> 
So there is, uh, in all likelihood, going to be something that I am, am going to address because of comments made by a certain school board member last night. We'll play their game, and we won't refer to anybody while we imply that they did something wrong, while everybody, uh, while, while everybody uh, knows who they're talking about kind of thing. So rather than just sort of pop off, I, I'm going to figure out how best to uh, uh, make a point because there were some not-so-subtle accusations that uh, uh, certain people, made by certain people, that other people had done things that were illegal, wrong, or somehow nefarious, which was absolutely not the case. And it irritates me to no end. Uh, you know, the, uh, it was brought up under new business uh, or in new business. See, that's what they do. They bring things up under new business, and it it uh, it got moved by pretty quickly, if if you know what I mean. So, because no names were mentioned, the mayor after uh, uh, Kate DeRozier complained that an unnamed member of the board she didn't want to get involved with any of the. She's tried not to be divisive. She's tried to you know stay away from the things that cause board dysfunction. But she just had to let the board know, as if she didn't already, that there was a member of the board who recorded a non-public session and how terrible that was and how this mm, sick to her stomach it made her when she found out, quite incidentally. And of course, she didn't, you know, she didn't say how she found out. So but, she must have been in on the plot. Uh, well, well, here's, 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 here's just the fact. I will admit, I am the member of the board who recorded the non-public session. What Kate didn't tell anybody in her little diatribe last night was that I was asked to clerk the non-public meeting because our board clerk was away on vacation and the person who was substituting didn't want to be in the room for a personnel discussion. So I was asked to clerk the meeting. Same thing, but different. Yeah. So what I did was I took my and I did not plan to clerk the meeting. I was not asked in advance of the meeting, except like immediately in advance of the meeting. I took 12 pages of handwritten notes and I took my cell phone. I put it up on the bookshelf that uh, is right in front of us. You know, so it was in every within everybody's line of sight and I recorded it. So I could give it to the clerk when she returned from her honeymoon to do the meetings along with my notes. How does the clerk normally do it? Uh, well, the clerk says that she doesn't record the non-public meetings. Now, let me explain something to everybody. So you mean tape record? Right. Right. Okay. So let me explain something. Now, I follow the right to know laws and I get the bulletins from right to know New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I think it was House Bill 1418 or 1481, that passed last session, that went into effect this January, and their Right to Know New Hampshire's write-up on the bill, their summary of the bill was that minutes of non-public meetings will need to be kept in the same manner as minutes of public meetings. Well, in Manchester, we do verbatim minutes. I am not a transcriptionist. I do not take shorthand. And I thought, oh, crap. If these have to be verbatim, there's no way. So I set my cell phone on top of the dais in front of me. 
and uh and that's when the imaginary the, violation occurred that's when the imaginary violation occurred now i see so uh I, guilty now if kate were really that upset over it she should have called me and said what the hell were you doing now it turns out by the way that after all of this kerfuffle broke behind the scenes i went back to that law and the law is, uh, the write up was accurate but it was misleading and what I say by that is because the way the law was changed, it was changed so that minutes of non-public meetings are kept in the same manner as legally required. Now, the state of New Hampshire does not require verbatim minutes of public meetings. It requires a recording of who's there, who had made motions, what, what votes were capped, and a summary of the discussion. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, don't say what length or how detailed doesn't say what length or how detailed or anything else. The weather came up. Right. So, <laughs> so, so to the degree that I acted based on the write-up than my actually reading the bill, I erred uh, in thinking that the non-public minutes in Manchester had to be verbatim minutes because the public minutes in Manchester were verbatim minutes. But to somehow suggest that I was nefarious for recording a non-public... And what I did after the clerk came back was I, I... It took me almost 10 minutes after I plugged my phone into her computer to even find where the file was. And oh, by the way, it was barely audible because this cell phone... Doesn't pick up a lot of stuff. Doesn't, well, the PA system was off in the room. Hmm. So it, 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 it picked up me, Ross Terrio and Erica Connors, who were sitting right next to me. And everybody else was, ur, 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 ur. it was it was very faint. And unless she had some software that would boost the audio output, there was no way she was going to be able to hear the meeting. You should get one of those big reel-to-reel things. Right. So the upshot is, is I brought her my notes, which I didn't keep copies of, and said, if you need any help, call me. I'm not sure, because half the time I can't read my own handwriting, and that's a fact. Okay, I didn't have the nuns making sure that I was clearly writing things. Yeah, not whacking my knuckles with the ruler because of my bad handwriting. Exactly. So I, <laughs> so I had this, and you know why I'm, I, I was going to do this, but you know what? I have people as I open up Facebook sending me screenshots of people accusing me of recording a non-public meeting to try to create a kerfuffle. So now I'm going to clear the air because uh, people are already on Facebook. Gee, wonder how that happened. Naming me as the person who did it, even though DeRozier didn't. So I will say, yes, I did it. I was asked to clerk a non-public session. I was under impression that verbatim minutes needed to be made. You made them. So I recorded. I took, I think, 12, at least 12 pages of notes. I turned over the notes, which I did not copy to the clerk. I gave the clerk a copy. I moved it. I gave the clerk a copy. Had her watch me delete the file from my phone and give me a written receipt saying that I am in possession of the audio. It has been deleted from his phone, signed, so that nobody, everybody knew that I didn't have a copy. And I'm sure if she was asked, she was asked, she said, yeah, he, he wasn't really sure how to find the audio. We went through just about every file folder in his phone looking for the audio so that we and then when we found the audio we couldn't figure out how to transfer it off the phone so anybody worried about whether or not i actually 
you know, have this secret file or have sent it anywhere. Besides, I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, it's not like Nancy Tessier hasn't, uh, you know, violated the confidentiality of that meeting without a recording. It depends on who's violating. Well, it's exactly right. So Kate DeRozier, who didn't want to, uh, you know, who's tried to stay away from the divisiveness on the board and who, you know, who doesn't want to add to the defunction, just had to, you know, let the board know that the meeting was recorded. And she found out from the clerk because the clerk told me that it, well, it slipped in a conversation. Kate called to find out how her honeymoon and vacation was and da-da-da-da-da. And according to the clerk said, yeah, according to the clerk said, well, you know, uh, you know, so how's your workload coming back? And she said, you know, the minutes and whatnot. And she said, oh, well, I'm just waiting for Committeeman Gerard to bring me a recording of the, you know, September 11th non-public meeting. Now, does Kate call me? No. Does the clerk call me? No. I get a phone call from the vice chairman of the board because this is like high school. Everybody talks to everybody mm-hmm. except the person that they're talking about. Right. right. It's like, oh, my God. Are you for real? And I said, I, I, yeah, I said to the clerk, like, seriously? Why, why didn't you just? OK, fine. But they're trying to say, I, really? I'm violating confidences by recording a meeting that I was asked to clerk that I made copies of the audio for so I could give so, so I could made, made copies of the audio so I could give to the clerk along with my notes. Next time you refuse, I guess I don't know. Maybe she should have her next stomach uh, be for stomach ache be from like the flu or something, <laughs> and not a false accusation. The same thing right. happened to me when I was selectman. Right. Uh, before I was selectman, I rented the town hall. And when I returned the keys, they put in the minutes that Mr. Nail had returned the keys. Yeah. So uh, another selectman latched on to that and said that I had legally had keys to the town hall, and which she thought was the offices to the town hall. I had rented the town hall, and <laughs> they gave me keys to get into it. So I had the keys for the town hall, not the selectman's office. <laughs> but they reinterpreted that, and they told the paper that I had broken into the town hall, and and on, and they said during the evening. So I looked up the statutes to felony to break into a public building after dark. So I let the newspaper know that I'll own your paper the next time you put something in there about me breaking into the town hall after dark, and immediately got retraction. And you know, just it's how the other side works. You know, yeah, the way it is. So there it is. Yep. My 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 nefarious my nefarious attempt to make sure the clerk uh, or to at least attempt that the clerk would have an accurate record. All right, we have a phone call, but we're going to hit traffic, weather, and sports before we get to the phones. You are listening to the Dry at Large Radio Show. It only feels like Monday, but it's not.